Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Today on the Hawks Beat Podcast, we're looking at five more draft prospects and who might possibly be there at 15 for the Hawks. We'll talk about it right here, right now on the Hawks Beat Podcast. Let's go. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. Rip his heart out, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander, he's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston, I'm Jack Dempsey, there's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw, there's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous, my defense is impregnable, and I'm just ferocious. I want your heart, I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what's up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. I'm your man, Edub, taking you on another journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. And folks, we are another day closer to the NBA draft. So today's uh, pod is going to be NBA draft heavy as usual, just like the other two. This is the third installment of our NBA draft profiles. Um, I guess you could say series, I guess you can say. Uh, so if you've missed the other two, after you listen to this one, I don't want you to stop. <laughs> so uh, after you listen to this one, go back and check out the first two if you have not already done so. Um, each pod, uh, we've kind of chronicled five players who we thought might be there at five. I mean, not five. I'm sorry. At 15. And so we just kind of talked a little bit about those, what we saw just a little bit um, touching on those. And today we got five more guys for you. Um, but as always, before we get into that, um, I want to let you guys know that uh, we want you to connect with us. Connect with us on our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at HawksBeat is how you get at us. Make sure that you swing by and subscribe to the podcast as well. Um, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, um, Spotify, whatever, however you get down with the get down, make sure you um, subscribe to the podcast. We would greatly appreciate it. Um, I wanted to start with some Hawks news, but there wasn't any Hawks news, just a lot of rumors. And again, uh, I'm not in a place right now where we want to talk about a lot of rumors and this, that, and the other, what could happen. It's just too many of them. It's just too many of them. Uh, but I will say this. I will say this for some perspective, because I know some folks, they hear these rumors and they live and die with the rumors. Live and die, live and die. I'm going to give you an example of how some of these things are just so erroneous. So a certain publication, and I'm not even going to give in the pub. I'm not even going to tell you who it is. All right. Like 
The headline says report Celtics Hawks have held trade talks as 2023 NBA draft nears, right? So ultimately, you would think that if you're reading the article, there would be something in here about the Hawks and Celtics having um, a discussion or trade talks or partners or or this, that, and the other. Um, But there is absolutely nothing in here. Nothing in here talking about the Hawks wanting to trade for anybody for the Celtics and the Celtics wanting to trade anybody for this for the Hawks. Um, it is. And, and let me tell you how erroneous the article is. At one point, let me see if I can find it. At one point, the, the writer says A.J. Griffin, a power forward whom the Hawks selected with the number 16 overall pick. And the 2022 NBA draft is the type of shooting big the Celtics could use. But why would Atlanta give up on the former Duke standout so soon? Here's the kicker. The end of the article. The end of the article says this. Unless the Hawks and Celtics are involved in some type of three-team deal, it is hard to find a trade that works best for both of these teams. What was the purpose of the article? <laughs> what was the purpose of the article? Like, this is what I'm telling you. Like, you can't blow with the wind with these rumors, man. A lot of it is just fluff and guff. And I was mad at myself for reading this article because it had no sustenance. No sustenance whatsoever. Furthermore, furthermore, it referred to A.J. Griffin as a big, as a power forward. <laughs> Listen, like, you don't even have to be, like, relatively, like, you don't even have to be relatively knowledgeable to understand and say, you know what? Before I write this sentence, maybe I should do some research on who the hell this guy is. A.J. Griffin is 6'6", 220. He has not seen a day of power forward in this league. Like, (laughs) no, we're not doing this. He is not a big by any stretch of the imagination. Why would you put this in the article? You just be writing stuff just to be writing stuff. So that is just a little, that, that, that's why I don't give this stuff much energy, guys. That is exactly why I don't give this stuff much energy. So, yeah. Um... I got five more guys for you. We're going to go into it. I'm going to pause just a brief moment. Let me get my uh, my commercials in here. And on the other side, I'm going to give you five more guys who I believe might or might not be there at 15. So um, keep it locked. You listen to the Hawksbeat Podcast. It's your man, E-Dub. We'll be right back. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, folks, we are back. Hawksweet Podcast. It's your man, Edub. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast Find us on your social media platform, wherever you may be. 
um, tweeting or Facebooking or Instagramming, <laughs> go ahead and give us a follow and a like. And uh, we greatly appreciate that. So here's the thing about the draft. And I'm going to be quick. This isn't going to be a long pod. Um, when you look at the totality of this pod, well, of this of this draft class, there's so much that the Hawks can do. I know there's a lot of talk about them possibly moving up to 10. Um, do you stay at 15? Do you trade down? There's a lot of range in this draft. One of the guys I profiled today, um, his draft in the mocks went anywhere from like, I think it was like from 8 to 22. Now that's some range. That is some range. Like, he could be a lottery pick, but if not, he's going to fall to like the late first round. So, like, there's a lot there, right? So, a lot of flexibility. These guys can go anywhere like outside of the top four or five the rest of these guys can go anywhere so with that being said let's get into it i got five more names for you guys don't know if some of these guys will be here but i will still talk a little bit about them first guy up is nick smith nick smith is a 65 185 combo guard from Arkansas, 6'9", wingspan. Um, his comp, according to one of the scouting reports, is Jamal Crawford. I don't necessarily see Jamal Crawford there, but again, that's a hard comp for me because I'm a big Jamal Crawford fan. Like, that's a hard one for me. So, I mean, I could, I, look, he's quick, he's speedy. Um, He's an aggressive scorer, so I guess at the end of the day, I could see him in that Lou Will, Jamal Crawford, instant offense, six-man type of stilo. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that can kind of be his vein if he wants to get down like that. You know, um, he can just he can get buckets with the bunches. He can get buckets in the bunches. Good ball handler, quick first step. Um, He's got easy three-point range, nice jumper. He's got a bag, yo. Like, he's got a bag. Like, he can get to the hoop, but um, here's the thing. And when I said he can get to the hoop, uh, I meant that he needs help getting to the hoop. <laughs> That's one of his weaknesses. Um, he's not really strong finishing at the hoop, but um, to some folks, it's a big deal. For some folks, it's not. I'll just say this. The knock on Cam Reddish was that he couldn't finish at the hoop. And it was a problem. Like, I didn't think that thing was like an issue. I'm like, yo, man, he's a ball. He's a beacon ball, you know. But it was a problem, you know. Every time Cam goes to the hoop, he throwing, he throwing up 360s and, like, whatever. But anyway, yeah, so he needs to get better at uh, finishing at the rim. The big thing with Nick Smith is he had some knee issues. And so it's kind of a gamble with him. It's kind of a gamble. I, I've seen him go anywhere from 15, late round, into lottery. So there's a lot of range with Nick Smith. I saw in, I think it was, it might have even been Peachtree Hoops. Uh, and, I, and I'll double check that. Uh, when they had a mock draft, I think Nick Smith may have been the guy they selected at 15. Now, here's the thing with Nick Smith. Uh, a lot of risk, a lot of reward. There's going to be a lot of teams that pass on him. Does that knee, uh, is that cause for concern? 
right? Is it cause for concern or is he going to be ready to go? Is he going to be ready to go? So um, when I watched the film on Nick Smith, I liked what I saw. But I'm going to be honest with you. The knee kind of concerns me. It kind of concerns me. And if I have him graded at a certain grade and I have other guys graded around that same grade, and maybe even a guy who may be graded a little bit lower, mm, that knee's going to kind of scare me away. <laughs> it's going to kind of scare me away. Um, yeah, man. I mean, I'm just not about picking dudes that I can't stay healthy. I mean, you look at everything Zion's going through. I mean, nah, man. I ain't picking dudes that can't stay healthy. And not putting that on my guy. But, uh, yeah, for me, it, it's it's a concern. It's a concern. But good ball player. Good ball player. Uh, a elite score got a lot of lot of uh, uh, positive attributes. So that is Mr. Smith. Next up is let me see if I can pronounce his name correctly. So I've been having trouble uh, getting the last name. So let me let me pull it up. Um, the first name is Bilal, right? Uh, the last name is Bilal. Kulabali, 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 <laughs> Balau Kulabali. All right, <laughs> and I'm probably saying that wrong. He is the Frenchman. He is the teammate of one Mr. Victor uh, Wambanyana. Uh, I, I screwed up his name too. Hold on, let, let me go back and say his name the correct way because I <laughs> Victor Wimbanyama. Yeah, Winbanyama. Yeah, so he's Victor's teammate. That's his boy, right? And so he's coming out the draft. 6'7", 200 pounds, out of France, international ball player. And let me say this. I don't believe Mr. Bilal is going to be there. I don't believe he's going to be there. Uh, 6'8", 195, 7'3", wingspan. He's got long arms uh the comp on two draft reports that i read two scouting reports was og and an and uh one of them said baby Giannis. um uh, and when i was like yo man like you know it's not saying that he's light i mean that he's going to be Giannis, but he has certain Giannis attributes like i can see the way he attacks the room the way he attacks the rim I can see a little bit of baby Giannis in him. Like, I can see a little bit of OG. So, I think those are really good comps for him. Um, I love the way he goes to the hoop. Like, I love the way he, he just, he, he goes there recklessly. Well, not recklessly. Well, like, aggressively, you know. Um, one of the scouting reports said he runs like a deer. <laughs> he, he, he runs like a deer, man. Uh, explosive. Um, he's a good shooter. Shot creation is uh one thing that he's gonna have to work on is his shot creation but uh immediately again defensively he's gonna make an impact defensively he's a good defender you can see he's very active defensively that's what i see when i watch tape but uh at the end of the day i'm gonna say this if he's there at 15 i'm i'm listen there's not many folks i'm I'm gonna grab a butters dude i'm gonna be i'm gonna be honest with you like, we'll figure out the time and the playing time and all that stuff. I know you got some, several wings on, on, the, on, on this roster already. 
But if he, there's not many guys at 15 I like better than this guy. If he's around, but I highly doubt he makes it out the lottery. Highly doubt he makes it out the lottery. This uh, particular draft mock that I have pulled up, uh, let's see, they have him going at number nine to Utah. So I doubt he makes it to 15, but if he does, bruh, you guys are going to get a gem. So that is Mr. Bilal. That is Mr. Bilal. All right. Next up, number three. One Mr. Chris Murray. Chris Murray. Chris Murray, you are next on the clock. Now, I've seen Chris Murray go anywhere from 12 to 19 at Golden State. Um, Chris Murray, I, I think I saw one draft had him going to like seven. So, like I said, these guys have a lot of range. It's not like in, in certain classes where you kind of know like who the lottery guys are, right? All these dudes are freshmen. All these dudes uh, have, you know, relatively uh, a very wide array of, of uh, skills. Uh, a lot of them, have, you know, they just need to get stronger, bigger, stronger, faster. But Mr. Murray, 6'9", 215, small forward out of Iowa. Uh, he's got a 6'11 wingspan, and he is a junior. Now, the comp on this dude is uh dorian finney smith i don't necessarily agree with that i don't really see finney smith and that um he is a lefty so i am kind of partial to that i'm not gonna lie to you us lefties gotta stick together uh the fact that he's a junior uh lets me know that he has a certain level of well not you know he, he's got a, he's got a certain level of iq if you've been in college for three years you've seen some things and there's a certain maturity that you're going to have over a lot of these freshmen he's 22 years old um yeah I, I like this guy i really do he's a wing who can space the floor he can hit a three um <clears throat> he's an above average defender I, I like that you know i like the fact that uh, he defends you guys know me defense is one of the things that i look for in one of these in, in all of these draft profiles and these prospects I'm unfortunately not a member of the scouting team, so I don't know what the Hawks are looking for. I would hope, I would hope that they're looking for some defense because the perimeter defense last year was Swiss cheese. It was Swiss cheese, but um, Murray, 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 Murray. Uh, what was it? Well, yeah. Um, what does he need to work on? He needs to work on his shooting, um, of course. Uh, needs to work on his his, his shot. Uh, he needs to kind of speed up. One 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 scout said he needs to speed up his shot. Um, slasher, cutter, score. Um, I like this kid. He, you know, he plays hard on defense. Uh, a nice solid pick. He's a solid pick if you ask me. Uh, at 15, I think you're getting good value here. So, um, if there is, would I be mad if they got him at 15? No, but it depends on who's on the board. Like, he's, like, out of the 15 guys that I've scouted, he's not necessarily, like, he might be, like, middle of the pack. So, that's kind of just how I see it. So, shout out to Mr. Murray. Shout out to Mr. Murray. Next up, Jet Howard. Jet Howard. Now, you may say to yourself, this name sounds familiar. Sounds familiar because his daddy is the coach 
of the Michigan basketball team. Yes, we're talking about Jawan Howard. Yes, Jawan Howard's son is declaring for the draft. If you're like me, that should make you feel old. I remember when Jawan was in college. Now his baby boy is uh, trying to make it to the draft. And uh, Jet Howard, 6'8", 215, small forward. Um, the comp on him is Doug McDermott. Uh, I can kind of see that because this dude is a shot maker, shot maker, very talented scorer, um, a floor spacer. Um, uh, they say that he can play both forward spots, uh, but uh, one of the uh, one of the profiles had him listed as a shooting guard. So uh, to me, he just that that just lets me know that he's a versatile wing. Whenever you have different reports, one guy saying he's a shooting guard, one guy saying he can play both four positions, that just let me know he's a versatile wing. Uh, in today's NBA, we're playing pretty much a, a positionless brand of basketball, man. You got centers like Jokic playing like point guards. You got Steph, who's just reinvented what the point guard position looks like. Guys are shooting from damn near the half court. Uh, so, yeah, the position... Uh, th this league is a very much positionless type of game. You know, you got three main positions. You got your point guard, your wings, and your bigs. So um, that's what it is. But as far as Howard, um, his, his things that he needs to improve on, one of the things is he lacks athleticism and explosiveness. Uh, he needs to improve defensively. So those are the two things that he kind of needs, kind of two things everyone needs to work on, you know, uh, the defense and explosiveness. And uh, now here's the thing in the league, def uh, explosiveness is such a thing because in college, yeah, you're going to get around that guy who is a uh, 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 forward at William and Mary. But when you get to the pros, you're going to need to be explosive, Jack. You're going to need to be explosive because every night, every night you're going to play somebody that is really good. So that does it for Mr. Howard. Where I saw him going in the draft, a lot of mid to late first round in the mock drafts. Uh, but hey, man, wishing Mr. Howard uh, all the success, man. It's good when I see stories like these and when I see players that I used to watch and their kids coming up. And I, I, I always root for them. I always root for them. So uh, wishing the best for Mr. Uh, Howard. Next up. Our fifth and final guy for this uh, this um, podcast, Anthony Black. Anthony Black out of University of Arkansas. Um, 6 7 two, ten. Uh, The comp on him is Steve Smith. And one scout said he's like a bouncy Josh Giddy. Um, I think those are two good. I think those are two good comps, man. Um, this guy is, uh, he's fun to watch. He's fun to watch. I really like watching his, his film. He is going anywhere from eight to 22 in, in, in these mock drafts. Um, excellent ball defender. Uh, you guys know, I like that solid shooter, not necessarily a volume three point shooter, but of course that can be worked on, uh, especially when you get in the NBA and, uh, playing basketball is your job. So that, that is something that you can always work on. Um, 
Again, like most of these guys, he's not explosive and he's very raw. But if you're looking at a, a prospect on what this guy could be, um, he is a guy who could who could develop into a triple-double threat. He's just that type of guy. He's more smooth than he is explosive. And, uh, I mean, he, he kind of, I mean, he can dribble, he can pass, he can shoot um, very well. So he's a guy that, you know, he can get you 8-8-8, eight, eight, and eight, you know what I'm saying, on all three levels. So um, I really like this Anthony Black kid. I have him kind of in the middle of all the guys that I've kind of prospected. So, um, yeah, I think this, I mean, he, he's, a, he's a solid prospect, solid prospect. So, um, yeah, that's it on Anthony Black. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we've gone through five more guys. So, uh, let me uh, just recap the guys we talked about today. Nick Smith, Bilal Kulabali. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm screwing up that name, and I'm sorry. Uh, Chris Murray, Jet Howard, and Anthony Black are the guys we talked about today. If you missed part two, uh, in part two, we talked about Derek Lively, Grady Dick, Kobe Bufkin, and Jalen Hood Shafino. Uh, we also threw Jordan Hopkins in there as well. So those are the five guys in part two. In the first one, we only talked about four guys. I'm sorry, I thought we did five. But uh, we did Kaysen Wallace, Noah Clowney, Keontae George, and Taylor Hendricks. So those are the guys we talked about in part one. So uh, if you have not, go back and check out the first two. And, uh, you know, check out the series retweets and reshares are always appreciated you know spread the word get the, get the listens up the downloads up the reviews up and uh you know we, we we're just greatly appreciative of everybody that has supported the hawks beat uh brand so until next time my friends um not sure what the schedule is going to look like as far as the next pod uh tomorrow is wednesday um I don't know. If anything breaks, I'll apply pod. Uh, I doubt I'll, I'll shoot out a pod on Wednesday. Thursday is the day of the draft. I may do like a mini pod that, that day or that evening just to kind of uh, get you guys prepped. And if there's any breaking news or any rumors that I that I think is of value, I may come on and, and, and shoot out another pod that way again. So um, like we always say, man. God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him. Show him some love, because that is all he is showing you. L-O-V-E love. We out. Peace. Free